fine at the Renaissance with the M's. What's your boy, Emmanuel Blaze and Emma, folks? The M's. The Emma. M. Emma Emmanuel and Emma. So right now, man, if you didn't, you, you get the chance to hear, if you didn't know all about this show, we're starting off Super Bowl Sunday. We're kicking it off, and today's topic is financial infidelity. So, Emma... Tell them the reason why this topic came up and what, what brought this all about. You know, this is a topic that's, that's near and dear to my heart. Um, prior to, you know, my wife and I have never had any issues about money. That's one of the things that when we met, I was very adamant about that. I don't play with money. Mm -hmm. um, previous relationships, my, my, you know, I had to deal with financial infidelity, and, and it does hurt. You know, mm -hmm. it takes an emotional toll. So my wife and I, you know, we work hard, so we like to watch uh, Ratchet TV on VH1. Yeah, you told Yeah, that. we like to watch But you know what? It makes you feel good about yourself as a person. Right. So I, I also do it for my own self. I always feel guilty that I'm not a good mom or I'm not a good friend or I'm not a good this or I'm not a good that. And when you watch those people, you're like, you know what? <laughs> Wow. I, I am a really good person. Okay. So we were watching this show, and this woman was uh, her husband is some type of music producer or something like that, and right. she was you know kept on, she was on him about you know putting money aside for their kids' future. Mm -hmm. You know every time she was in his face. You know we need money. You're buying this. You're buying that. We need money for our kids' college fund. We need money for our kids' future. This man gave her twenty stacks, about twenty thousand dollars. And she opened up. She didn't. She didn't invest it. She didn't put it in the bank. She opened up a clothing store. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. So she goes at him about getting she all this She pressures him. I mean, to the point where they're having, you know, arguments and you know, some really heated discussions about him being irresponsible with and money. not with the money and not thinking about their their kids' future. So he had to get twenty. Right. Not dollars. Not, not twenty dollars. Not two hundred dollars. <laughs> twenty thousand thousand dollars and instead of doing everything she says she went and opened up she went and and put you know took that money and financed one of her dreams and not her store was successful or she was successful you know we, we're going to put that on the shelf right right if you're married or your partner sharing money with someone and you tell them what you're going to do with the money you know they cheating so it's financial infidelity um so you know we've got tons and tons of stories so i mean this is like that i know you with your background and, and what you do you hear this i mean how common is this you know it is pretty pretty high it's like it's two well, five americans committed financial infidelity and this is per the national endowment for financial education because you know i don't talk off the top of my head i have facts <laughs> <laughs> these are not alternate why, facts why, why this is really facts <laughs> I mean, in, in, in talking about this, so what are some of the things you've heard uh, about when you hear some of the stories, or we can go into stories? Oh, uh, you know, I'm I'm on the dish to dirt because outside that love of hip hop, there are stories like this all the time. And yeah. I'm sure you hear this. It's very. I mean, a lot of marriages end because of you know, there's there's again the cheating of of the emotion. Then there's also cheating of you know financial. You, you're breaking a bond, no matter how you do it. You're breaking a bond with your partner if you do something you know they're going to be upset about. Um, you, you have to have that conversation. Mm, that's very deep. You know, some of us, some women learned it from their mothers. Some guys learned it from their fathers. You know, we all learn, we all have money values. So. so do you think in the case of values like that, that's a great point you brought. Is it a learned value? Is it a learned, what is it that, I'm not making excuses Yeah, for no, it, no, no, no. It could be, it's very, it could be very, very deep-seated. You know, um, some people actually need to go to therapy 
with money values. You know, a lot of things that they do, you know, when people use retail therapy um, or have to buy something, if something you know is wrong, there's something else going on there. And that's what, way beyond what I can, you know, <laughs> that's beyond my education. I'm not sure, I'm not but some people really do need therapy. You're a money therapist. No. Nah, I just mess with no. you. Hey, so I want to also say, we want y'all, if you got questions or story for this show, Emma would be a great person to call in. Call us at 678-613-5857 and let us know if you have questions about things like this. We want y'all to be interactive with the show. What we got coming up? Coming up, we are going to get into some stories. You know I'm dying to tell. I got them all listed. I got them all listed. I'm, I'm dying to tell. And then, you know, we have a, we have a guest later on, um, you know, a very special guest, uh, a, a, another woman who is the first to do something, black woman who's the first to do something. So. Black History Month, y'all get ready. Black History Month. Liberate coming down. Dumb down. Liberate coming down. Why would they do this? Sensation Station Radio. Talk about a little financial infidelity right now. Uh, I know Emma, we got a few stories to tell. I know you. Jumping uh, <clears throat> at the bit. Give us the first one. Give us a good story that you. Uh, no names. No names. <laughs> story or two about this topic that we're talking about today. So, um, one of the stories I heard was um, from a gentleman whose wife um, wanted to keep up with the Joneses. And what she did, well, he got a bonus. And the bonus had been taxed about the of the bonus but they oh, didn't talk about the after the after right so what she did was she had a brand new suburban it was less than a year old and she decided she wanted a new one and they were up the so of course the vehicle is upside down right and she traded it in and got a new one because she needed a safer vehicle for the kids so let me get this straight let me bring this to life when it was a less than a year less than a year old which means it probably was, what you call it? Brand new, top of the line. Top heavy, still a. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. So she go and trade it in. Yes. Probably still owe more than that. Yes. Because as soon as you drive it off the lot, it, you it upside down. Right. Yeah. Right. And she buys a brand new. Bought a brand new one. I mean, when you say brand new, you mean brand. I mean brand new. Yes. So old money plus new money means too much money. Too much money. And the, and the, and the bonus was gone. With that, with that purchase, they didn't even have a conversation about it. She just, she spent it. Yeah. So what was the uh, aftermath of this? Uh, not saying. Uh, uh, dang. Not saying. I'm not supposed to talk about the aftermath of this one. Okay, we won't talk about the aftermath. But, just, but, but what but I will, but the, what I will say is, it did cause a lot of problems in the relationship. I can see. I mean, it caused a lot of problems in the relationship because, you know, if you say to someone, "Hey, I'm getting an extra thirty thousand dollars." And then they turn around and spend it before you have a, a conversation about it. You know. So she went in, and because of what she was, she, she got the car. And, and so his money was gone before he even got His it. money was gone before. And I believe um, after taxes and everything else, they there was no money left. I'm going to say change that. Their money was gone before. Whatever. <laughs> I'm saying it was his money. It was, it was it was still at his job when she spent it. Yeah, it wasn't even out yet. <laughs> it wasn't it's even in the bank account yet, and she spent it. <laughs> so when, when, when you've heard a story such as this, I mean, 
what are some of the things that you've seen to help people? What are the reactions of the couple or the, the person or, or things of that nature? It's devastating. And the person who, I'm, I, I hate to say victimized, is victimized by it, but they end up suffering uh, PTSD. Mm. The same way a person suffers PTSD from cheating, um, uh, emotional cheating, you know, cheating of the flesh, whatever. It's the same thing because, you know, there are some, you have to trust the person that you're with. Right. Right. And if you look in your bank account and your bank account balance is different, is the person that you lie next to. It takes a lot. It takes a lot. It takes a lot. Uh, it takes a lot. I know you got more. Yes. Can you give us another one? Yeah, one of my favorites is a guy who uh, used to get speeding tickets and he never told his wife about them. Excuse me? Yeah, he used to get he gets speeding tickets and then he'd just like throw them in the glove box and not tell there would be warrants for his arrest. <laughs> So he didn't even mention them? He wouldn't pay them? Wasn't paying them, wasn't talking, like, he put them in the glove box and they were forgotten about. So how many did he I think, I think it was about four or five by the time it was all said and done, but he ended up getting arrested. There was a warrant for his arrest. He got arrested with his, anyway, it's a long story, but man. I, so yeah. not only did he not pay. Yeah. He put everybody in jeopardy. Right, because then, once you start getting warrants and things. Imagine having, having, imagine this, imagine having to go, you get a call from the police station saying that they have detained your spouse and they need you to come down right away and pick up your child. Oh, the child was in the car. Oh, oh you didn't add the tidbit in there. The child was in the car. So imagine that. Fireworks. 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 I get people in trouble up here. I am. Yeah, I, mean, I am. I'm not going to have any friends at the end of this show. Yeah. <laughs> All my friends are going to stop telling me their business. <laughs> Somebody going to be like, hey, hey, never mind. I heard the show. Yeah. You want me to what? No. I'm keeping all my secrets. Yeah, don't talk to me anymore. I mean, just in all of that, it, it sounds like something that is very, um, could be detrimental to relationships. Detrimental. Um, there was a guy, uh, I got a, another message about um, from a woman about um, her ex-husband took money from their child's college fund to fund a business mm. and um the, you know what again whether or not the business was successful or not successful is kind of irrelevant because you you're essentially stealing from your child so if you steal from your child i mean I, you know that's it's like putting your your child's bill in your name yeah your bills in your child's name it's yeah. the same thing and that's tough because now not only stealing from yourself, your family, not only stealing from your child. That's yeah, even going and that's the, even worse. Yeah. To me, that's that's even worse. That's like stealing from grandma. Yeah, yeah. And for all of us who know how it felt to steal from grandma, it's not good. You got to <laughs> Well, children who steal from grandmas, children who stick hands in purses, you know, I get that. No, no, we're talking about. But we're talking about under grown the mattress. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> under the mattress. Grandma. No, grandma got a couple hundred of that. <laughs> grandma has some stacks under the mattress. <laughs> Her lumpy bed. Why that floorboard <laughs> loose right there? Oh, uh, some, some thousands yeah. of that. Old, old but, people didn't believe in banks. But and that's and I think people think financially, families could be more than just husband wife, like you said. Yeah. Stealing from a parent or a grandparent. Yes. Or doing something like that that could yes. change families. It, it, 
happens with you know people who have to take responsibility for their parents elder right. care one sibling and then that sibling makes a decision about what they want to do without telling the other siblings about it right. and so you know you're like you're stealing from your parent but you're also stealing part of the inheritance from your siblings when you right. make decisions about what to do with money and there are other people that are involved so it's 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 selfish yeah you know it's selfish um and to me, you should never be afraid to have a money conversation with anybody. I mean, conversation is going to happen whether you want it to happen or not. So just have it. It's better to have it up front than to have it on the back end because on the back end is where all the damage happens. I want you to also understand this. It's just not one ethnicity we're talking about. This. Oh, it's no. This is not a black thing. It's not a white right. thing. It's not a, It's a human being thing. I mean, if we look, we can look at stuff all over the world. You can look on BBC. You can look everywhere, and you will see stories of people who commit financial infidelity. Yeah, Even business partners commit financial infidelity. I have yeah. stories about that, too. Because you tie in together. Because you tie yes. a relationship. Yes, a business, a business relationship is yeah, easy is. to get into, hard to get out. Boy. <laughs> Boy. So, Emma, introduce to who we're coming up next. Oh, coming up next, we have Clarkson. Diana Clarkson. What are you going to tell us about? Emma. Hi. How are you this morning? Happy to be here, and I'm going to talk about financial infidelity. Okay. I'm also going to talk about my new business venture, and some of the things that you've been discussing are things that I've experienced and are dealing with right now. Uh oh. So I'm like looking forward to it. Uh oh. Voice. She's like, I have a lot to say. So stay tuned. <laughs> for America to invest in its kids and take an active stake in the future of the country. The return on your investment isn't money. What you get back is knowing you protected our potential. So one day, that potential can grow up to become surgeons and architects, executives and engineers. People who can change the future just by being a part of it. My name is Alicia, and I am your dividend. Invest in better futures with UNCF. Visit uncf.org slash invest. Our mind is a terrible thing to waste but a wonderful thing to invest in. A public service announcement brought to you by UNCF and the Ad Council. One in seven Americans will struggle with addiction during their lifetime. Want to know how you can help? Go to heretolisten.com for tips and tools to help turn addiction around. A public service announcement brought to you by the Ad Council. Ah, our tour of financial renaissance with the Hills. It's Emmanuel. And the MF. I like that. VMF. The M's. The M's. And if you missed hour one, boy, you missed a lot. You missed a lot of crime, some um, self-prophecies, uh, <laughs> some uh, I didn't know that. But we got into a lot about financial infidelity. And we, we, we talked so much about it. And Emma broke down some things. And like I said, Emma, some, some snot bubbles came out. <laughs> some things like that. So, but in hour two, we're going to try to dive into what, Emma? Yeah, it's Black History Month, and I want to highlight um, black girl magic, black woman magic. I want to highlight uh, business entrepreneurs. Um, business owners are the lifeblood of our country. Okay, so business owners hire. We are the innovators. We are America. So while we have the first black woman to have an international jazz experience, Diana Clarkson. Yes, ma'am. You are a serial entrepreneur. I am. So when I met you, you were still working in the IT industry. Correct. All right, and that was like 50 years ago. Yeah. 
uh, back when they had computers that they, were as big as the, the whole room. Keep adding years. Exactly. Fifty years ago. Fifty years ago, and and you had this vision for doing something really cool for people. Mm-hmm. And you, what? So as a business owner, you know, like tell us about walking away from a, Corporate a constant America. paycheck. Like, yeah. how do you walk away from a paycheck to the unknown? I'm Why would anybody do that? Let, let me sit and listen to this. Well, you know, it really is a walk of faith. <laughs> it's faith. And, but, you know, it's, it, you know, I don't know. I guess I'm a weirdo. I never, ever thought in life I couldn't do whatever I set my mind to. Mm. And I've always been like that. So it wasn't difficult for me. Um, but I did. You know, I had children. I'm a single parent and had kids to feed. So I couldn't be financially irresponsible or have financial infidelity with my children. So, um, you know, I did double duty like a lot of people did. And I worked um, the business while I worked for corporate America until I had enough income coming in where I felt like I could cut the ties and focus on it full time. So you let corporate America basically jump start. So corporate America was your VC, yes. <laughs> your venture capitalist yes. without them knowing it. Absolutely. And <laughs> that, so it's a lot the best way to do it because yes. most people just they just cut ties no. and without a prayer or a hope unfortunately not needing a lot of sleep that's good and bad i burn the midnight oil we talk about that yeah. a lot yeah let me ask you this though when you said you finally took that leave when did you know when did you say all right this is the time you know i'm gonna be very honest since we're friends um <laughs> i was wait i really wanted it to be a few months later but i got laid off Oh. which I had never been laid off. That was I'd been working in corporate America for 20-some years, and it was an interesting company that I was working for at that time, and they were, let's just say it was during the time Barack Obama was running for office, and I had an article of his on my desk, a newspaper, and somebody came by and flipped it over. You know, oh. I was reading it, so it was that kind of environment. Oh. And a few months later, I, I don't think one had anything to do with the other, but I was let go, you know, and... Um, at that point, I said, I guess this is time to swim. You take your Barack Obama article and get up out of here. Exactly. Let's just add it to the list real We hated looking at her every day. Yeah. And we so, just found our reason. And she made more money than most people in yeah. here. And so, yeah, it was, um, it was, oh, and you know, and I was on TV. I was on HDTV. Remember when yes. they did the thing on my house? Yes, I was in the gym and almost fell off the treadmill. Yeah. I remember that day. I remember but, but that you know day. what? Now I remember it. My boss came in and said, I got a phone call from someone in South Carolina. Um, one of the managers said he saw your house on TV, and I was like, "Oh no!" Yes. And I mean, it's amazing, and that's a whole other show. That's a whole other show yeah. that you can't be proud or you know. I've worked when for what I have. When people see what you have, yeah. they want to start amazing. counting your coins. Yeah, exactly. They want to start, you know, when you make smart money moves, people just automatically she, assume. Oh, she got how many square feet? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 What did she do in her backyard? Yes. And you live there? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Say, wait a minute. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Add that up. People yeah. start counting the coins, but as a, as a, as a business owner, as a mm-hmm. woman, as a female business owner. Do you think that you have been treated equally as everyone else? Have you run up against any type of issues? The first business I started, it was, you know, I did not because some, it's a female-dominated industry, healthcare. Okay. Yes. And, you know, um, so that one, all the business owners are females. And so in that regard, no. In the new business, business venture, not only is it female, but it's also um, cultural. 
Yes. Because I do a lot of work in Mexico. I'm a right. Mexican resident also. Can you speak uh, Spanish? Un poquito. Un poquito. Mucho, pero necesito mucho. I can practice with her. Oh, yeah, that's right. You were supposed to be able to speak Spanish. Very I, I sad, should, Emma. I understood what you said. Go yeah, ahead. so, um, but we, um, you know, so I'm practicing because I don't want to be one of those people that live somewhere and can't speak the language. Correct. So that's just my personal thing, yes. whatever you do. And you need to know when people are talking about you. Hey, and I need to know, but since everything there is in Spanish, my utility bills and everything else, I need to know when I'm being cheated so right um, so the, um, but yeah I think in the first business I did not feel that way but in this one there is you know when I go to talk to a lot of the business people I do a lot of business in Mexico with business you know other business people um, there are a lot of female entrepreneurs I was gonna in ask in Mexico is there a cultural thing like they don't want to talk to women or they don't some, have a problem some but you know what my team in Mexico and you talk about girl power and brown girl power and things like that my lawyers, a female-owned business, our transportation companies, a female-owned business, the up. magazine that's behind us is doing this, a female-owned business. Oh, nice. So a lot of the women we deal with, with the hotels and the architects, and when I bought my home, they were all females. So it was really amazing to see in Mexico. You know, you hear a lot of things about that, but, you know, it was good to know that it wasn't all true. Let me just ask, I, I've, I've talked to Emma about this, but when it finally came true, Yes. your business and you were able to see it. What was that feeling like for you? When I knew I didn't need corporate America and everything, it was, it was freedom. It, it felt like I had really grown up. I mean, it could be a little scary, <laughs> but I don't know. I just have faith that everything always works out. It is hard. You know, I don't think everybody should be a business owner. Mm. Everyone if, can't be a business. Yeah. You, it it takes that. a lot. Like, if you're I not mean, a self-starter. I know you. Yes. And you've taken, like, I've watched you take lumps that I know I would have I would have moved back home with my mom, not because <laughs> yeah. from a from a financial standpoint, oh. but because I needed a I would need a hug. Yes. <laughs> like, yes. Literally, yes. I would need a hug. Oh. Like I just need to go home. <laughs> my mom, I was over there yesterday. She looks at me and she just shakes her head and she says, "I don't know how you do it." And because I catch a lot of stuff. In hey, a lot for of the direction. years, I think it was 2017. Every time we talked, it was please don't stroke out. Yes, yes. 16 and 17 were the 16 worst and years of my life. Were, were, yeah. yeah, yeah. I learned some lessons nobody wants to learn from the federal government. Yeah, and that'll be another show. So don't yeah. say a word. Okay. That'll be another show. But it, yes. it is something that people need. Everybody to know about. needs to know, and and that's a part of who I am as a person. If I go out there and I'm on the tip of the arrow and I find something out, I want to let everybody know. Yes. Hey. Don't go this direction. Right. You know, behind door number one and two are bad. Try door three. We call that each one, teach one. Yes. Yeah. So yes. I, and I live and breathe it. Yes. I live and breathe it. It's just who I am as a person. Some being nosy, talk to us about this particular industry and how it treats women or women. people. It's a rough, the music industry and promoting and all of that, it is, people told me it's one of the ugliest businesses there are. Um, backstabbing, you know, we went to a lot of effort. I was able to do, and I shouldn't say I, when I say I, I mean my team, we were able to do something that was unheard of to create this event in Mexico, a foreign country, never been done in Cabo. There's other event, experience, you know, other mm -hmm. jazz festivals, but nothing like this, and to be this comprehensive. And, um, you know, we did it. It was successful. The artists, the people who came, it was very well received. And then what do we get for that? Now someone else wants to come in the market. It's kind of a David and Goliath yeah. and come in and say, you know. Yeah, but let's, but we're going to, we're going to focus, we'll talk a little bit about that because I was going to ask you because I saw, I thought you were the only. We were. Jazz festival and I was telling people that I'm going to be speaking in Cabo and someone said, which 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 jazz festival in Cabo? Wow. And I said, what do you mean, which jazz festival? Wow. There's only one jazz festival in Cabo. Wow. And there's another one now. 
um, and you know I'm not breathing life and I don't want to give this person any any props or, or whatever but it's amazing how when you're doing something and people have an opportunity to do it also that they don't just do it and then when they see you do it they you know yeah, want to get on the bandwagon. Want to get on the bandwagon. So we're gonna we're gonna, we're gonna take a quick. When we come back, I want to talk come back, about let's that. jump into it. Yes. And she set it up. Yes. So you know we want to breathe life in somebody else, but we're gonna yes. we're gonna bring it up. Absolutely. Big business. This is the American We are back with Diana Clarkson of Life Lux Jazz. I am so excited. I am so excited. The first black, I'm going to keep saying it, the first <laughs> woman, the first black woman to put on an international luxury jazz experience. I heard some really good things from the people that went. Um, I'm excited. I know my wife's excited. It's around her birthday time, so that's yeah. her per- birthday gift. Yeah, uh, we're going to go to Cabo same. so I can work. My <laughs> wife's birthday is October 31st. I guess I'll have to come. Yes. It would be good. It would be all an international show. We would kill it. We'd have on the beach. Perfect backdrop. Perfect backdrop. We just have to have rules on when we can uh, participate. (laughs) (laughs) We have to do the show (laughs) pre-alcohol. Yeah, we have to make sure. Same time. Yeah. No tequila. But you were talking about what we about that. So bring yeah. Up. So so with Diana, you know, she was the first person to do a, um, and she she went through a lot of work, and and I know firsthand, you know, full disclosure, you know, we're friends. I sit on one of her boards, and so when she was putting this jazz, the I when she was birthing the idea, mm-hmm. there was a lot that went into it. I mean, there was a whole lot that went into it, and so now she made it happen, and now all of a sudden there's competition. Yes. So and not only is it competition. Someone asked me which one. Wow. Yeah, because I, I just did a presentation, uh, my first webinar last week, and mm-hmm. I was telling people that I'm going to be um, in Cabo in 2019. I'll be in Napa Valley in 2020. And um, when I told the person about the jazz festival, like literally they came back and said, which jazz festival? And I, what do you mean which jazz? There's only one jazz festival in Cabo. Not anymore. So, Diana, this, I guess, copy is... The best Flatt- form of flattery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then to be perfectly honest, I mean, they do other ones, so it's not that this is the first time this has ever been done anywhere. It was just the first time there. Yes. And, um, you know, if you are true and uncomfortable in what your power and what you are offering in your product, then it's okay. Um, but it is, you know, a little disheartening when the name is so similar and the... Um, Intent seems to be to cause confusion. Yes, whether it is yes, note to self, you know, you kind of. And and what's the name of the of this experience? Life Lux Jazz Experience. Life Lux Jazz. The Los Cabos Jazz Experience. There we go. And so you know, it's but we will prevail, and um, we're you know we ain't scared. And it will be okay. Talk to us about the food, because you got me. You remember, you know how I am. I don't. Yes. Talk she, to us about the food. She didn't care about the jazz. She just wanted to know what's there to eat. <laughs> and, you know, a lot of people don't realize that Los Cabos and Cabo in particular, um, our theme this year is jazzing around Los Cabos. So and what makes us special and unique is that we're not just going to be at one property where you're there all day and you're stuck eating the same type of food that that property has to offer, although I'm sure it's delicious. <laughs> our intent is to, again, spread the wealth. I think when you talk about um, one of the key differences between a female-run business and maybe a male-run business is that 
there's a great balance between what we call masculine um, energy and thought and feminine. Mm -hmm. And we need the masculine to feel like we're going to go out and conquer the world and do the things we have to do. But what's amazing with the feminine energy, we're able to have a desire to help and want to incorporate and want everybody to win. Yes. And so in this regard, if you're going to come to a beautiful place like this, and it is stunning, um, one of the things we want people to know is what's the best of Mexico. You know, people have in their mind Mexico, and I grew up in San Diego, so people think TJ. But this is not your, this is not Cancun, this isn't TJ. This is Los Cabos, Mexico. You yeah, know? this is not where the kids come for spring break. No, they, we this get is, them a little a different, bit. It's a different environment. It's high-end, it's luxury, so that's the name, Life Lux. We, the focus is on Lux, and, and they are an amazing food destination okay, place. Okay, so I'm going to bring them all together. So when you're doing something like this, Financial fidelity is very important. Right? Yes. Because this is a lot. I'm just, my, my head just blown. Oh, <laughs> you have to, my business partner, Terry Powell, we, um, that's my sister, and, you know, we have complete trust and support. She is, the she's the CFO, and she's the money lady, and she loves to say no. And I hope she's listening and laughing, but I tend to want to give everything away. I'm the you know, artist. isn't that funny? Isn't yes. that that's how I am? And I, and my, you know, my money person yes. always says no. <laughs> exactly. She already she, no. She's already <laughs> saying no. She says no to everything. And, and I see something, and I'm the in the big part. Oh, it's so cute! Oh, can we? We could help them, and we could do. And she's like, no. We've got one outreach program. We're doing vision, and that's it, Diana. Stop picking up, you know, new projects. Well, how can people? Um, what What's the website? www.lifelux with an e jazz.com l-u-x-e l-u-x-e and you'll see the lineup the lineup is changing we'll have more artists added but it's really about the experience we're also going to add the programming all right so thank you we appreciate it we'll be back it's just too much going on <laughs> you're looking for that ratchet you're in the wrong place it's the nation's urban internet station sensation station network Welcome back to Friday Renaissance with the M's. I mean, if, well, you, I mean, hour two, we're doing our thing. She's getting it. So, uh, right now, it's time for y'all to get a little knowledge. Emma knows money. It's a segment. Emma. Get the folks what they need to know. All right, all right. I wish I could speak, but I can't. I just look like I can. So we're going to go back into what we were talking about today about financial infidelity. And, and what I really would like to do on this show, we're, we're going to talk about problems, but we're also going to have solutions. And the solution for financial infidelity, um, and to make sure you never end up there, as I mentioned, was to, number one, is to run your household like a business. And as you run your household like a business, you have to, number one, track what's coming in and track what's coming out. So whether you're by yourself, you're partnered, you're married, you know, whatever the situation is, you guys need to write it down. And I say write it down versus doing things on the computer. Um, when we write things down, it actually kind of embeds into your brain, okay, especially if this is something new for you. Um, there's tons of apps, and we'll get into that in another, you know, a totally different um, uh, show. We'll talk about apps that are available, 
um, but you should really be tracking. So every every anything that you do that makes money. So your nine to five job, your hobbies. I know a lot of people that do work on like Upworks or Fiverr. Like they have little little gigs. They pick up uh, scooters. <laughs> they pick up scooters. Hey, I know a kid that makes two hundred and fifty dollars a night picking up scooters. Right. Wow. So you write down all the income streams that you have coming in. And then you write down all of your expenses. And for a lot of people, a lot of the expenses we have are little, little expenses. Mm -hmm. You know, the Netflix, the Hulus. Yeah. Um, if you have an iPhone or a Google, you know, it's a, the apps, you know, $15 here, $5 here a month and a month and a month. And then you look at what's coming in, you look at what's going out. And if what's coming in is as much as what's going out, you need some leeway. Mm -hmm. All right, because you have to make sure that you are saving money, putting money into your savings account for that, you know, when, when times are hard, right? So that's how you start building up your one month of living expenses, two months of living expenses, three months. So you want to save um, so that you guys can survive, you know, uh, bad times. So you create a spending plan from that. And then make sure that you're giving yourself some fun money. What will stop the financial infidelity is if you give yourself an allowance, right? And then you monitor... Yeah, I hate saying allowance for grown-ups. And then you monitor um, what you're spending and what's going on. Man, that's what's up. Stay tuned for more. Sensation Station Network. So, just, you just heard Emma knows money. And we talked about how to get out of this. And you brought up some very good points as far as making sure you... you I think a lot of things that... I like the allowance part, Emma, because people, it, it's, it's not an ugly word, yeah. but people need to understand and, that. And people, and again, let's go back to the maturity, and I don't know what you want to, you know, a better word for allowance other than fun money, right? <laughs> yeah, and because, you know, when you think allowance, you think of being a child and your parents giving you a couple bucks, you know? Um, but give yourself an allowance. Like, I have a separate account, and I, rec and I suggest people have a separate account for their fun money. So, for instance, you know, if it's... Um, you know, on a weekly basis, you know, is it $25, is it 50, is it 100, is it 1,000? Everybody's situation is different. So only you know how much money you should put aside for your fun money. I mean, do you, as you, you figure out, but do you have a suggestion for people who maybe don't know how much fun money should I take well, out? Well, in, in order to determine how much fun money to take out for yourself, do make sure you take out money for your savings first. And so once you take out money for your savings and all bills are paid, look at what's left, look at your goals, and then you make a decision. Okay. Okay, you make a decision from there, or you speak to your financial person if you need help. Um, you know, there's financial advisors, financial planners, even your CPA may be able to, you know, give you some suggestions. Or you can read what the rules of thumb, you know, what a, what a rule of thumb is. Um, but when you have that money set aside, you know, I suggest having it uh, even on a card or you just carry the cash around with you. And if for the week, let's say you had $100 and not including gas, you know, because you need gas to get around. So it that's not like fun money. Regular yeah, it expense. should be fun money is literally money that you can take. And if you wanted to go to the store and spend it all, it's not going to impact anything else. Mm. Okay. So that fun money, once you're done spending it, is done. So if you spend it all on Monday, you can't go out with your people on the weekend. That's you're done. Yeah, you're done. You're on punishment. <laughs> you're you're grounded. 
because you spent all your fun money, so now you can't go out and have fun. Yeah, I think that's a big thing to say because some people might dip into the regular money to continue the fun money. Yeah, and, and that, that, that requires a little bit of maturity and self-control. You know, we are an immediate gratification society, Very. and we have to go back old school. Again, looking at what just transpired with the, with the government shutdown, yeah. and when we look at the amounts of people and, and the rippling effects of that is still not done. No. $11 billion was lost. Wow. Ripple effect is still not done. You have to make sure, you know, you don't put fun above your family's greatness. Right or your family's wealth growth, or, or ho however you want to say it. And I think, like you said, this is a great time, because we have, I know so many people who are affected by this, the shutdown. Yes. And having to determine, okay, how are we going to eat? Going to places that you normally think you wouldn't go to. Right. Like you said, to go the get food, food banks and stuff. And right? it's, and it's you know, to me, if I'm hungry and my family's hungry, I won't be embarrassed. But for a lot of people, that's humiliating. That humiliating yeah. It is very humiliating. So you have to have money set aside, and that's where coming up with a spending plan, making sure you know what's coming in, what's going out, so that you don't end, hopefully end up in a situation like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. somebody's told us she's in bringing church in the studio this morning. So. That's right. And so a new American industry has been born. Sensation Station Network. So, you, 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 what you think? Find your renaissance with the M's. We're killing y'all every... Sunday from 10 to 12 right here on the Cessation Station Network, 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. Don't be trying to stay up late. We don't want y'all up there. We did it on Super Bowl Sunday, Super Bowl 53. And, and just if you want to keep in contact with us, Emma, tell them where they can go. Yeah, you can find us on financialrenaissance.com. We have a website, but we don't check it. But if you go to Instagram, <laughs> we have an Instagram page. You can uh, have, shoot your comments to us if you want to become a guest or you have something interesting that you want to hear us talk about. Uh, Financial Renaissance on Instagram, Financial Renaissance on Facebook, and on Twitter is Financial Renaissance. Financial Renaissance, but we're at M's said it. E M M S said it. Because you know. You know, once you put it in, you know, Twitter don't like all them big words. Yeah, so at M's said it. Said it. Said the, it. The M said it. I think people might want to know, you know, what's what going on with where, where you at? Where's your business at? You know, they just, you're doing so much and dropping this knowledge today. Yeah, I, uh, my, my company is expanding. Uh, we have a new person starting tomorrow. I'm very, very excited about that. Can't say her name till tomorrow. <laughs> can't give the, I can't give it out yet. Yeah, but I, I'm making our mark now. My company is Greenwood Wealth Management. We're located near the Fox Theater, and we are comprehensive financial planners. Mm -hmm. We take it very seriously. We have uh, three CFPs at my firm, um, and a Donna. <laughs> you want to make sure you know Donna. You want to make sure if you call the company, you are calling Donna, and be nice. <laughs> or she will make you nice. She will make you nice, yeah. She has a beautiful voice. But, so uh, I want to go back to just a few things you brought up about just uh, being that this is Black History Month, and we don't want to overlook what you've done as far as, you know, being a black female and doing what you're doing, and, and just creating your business and doing your business how was it for you in, in making this leap of faith like it was it was so. not easy um it's one of the most trying things i'd ever done because i i i embarked on this during the great recession oh, yeah. um yeah i went from having a paycheck to having no check and my wife stayed with me my girlfriend at the time she stayed with me she didn't leave me when the money went away and when I had to clip coupons. But as, as a business owner, you know, it, it is very difficult. 
um, you know, you have to think of so many things. There's so many moving parts. And as Diana said, you know, it's not for everyone, right? right? Um, the business, the, our company name, um, my business partner, Jeffrey Wright, he's in, in Alabama. He came up with it. And it, he came up, we came up with it after um, the last election in 2016. Yeah. He called me that next day and said to me, you know, enough is enough. Because we went through a lot during the Obama presidency at our firm. We were at a firm together. And we heard all types of stuff. And when you have to listen to a lot of, you know, that microaggression talk, you know, you want to, you, you don't want to live, you, you spend more time with the people you work with than you do with, with your own families, typically. And that's another part of the financial fidelity. We're going to wrap this puppy up, man. Y'all stay tuned. We got something. Stay back. Uh, so make sure today at 4 o'clock, Tune into the Cessation Station Network because connecting the dots with Lee Watts, kind of like that rhyme the way it goes. From four to five, we'll be on the air, man. So stay tuned. Come back, check with us. You know, we also got jazz in between, so we do a little jazz on Sunday. See, we do jazz. We talk life looks with jazz. I just want to thank Diana. Oh yes, Diana she Clarkson. Was she was phenomenal. She's a phenomenal woman. I mean, yeah. um, you know, and, and if you're interested in going to Cabo, again, I will be doing a financial something uh, <laughs> in Cabo. Go to lifeluxjazz.com. Packages are already up there. Go on and get, get them before the prices go up. Yeah, for the price of the... I was going to say... But, but don't, don't be a financial infidel. Make sure you talk to your spouse first. Yeah, just don't do it. <laughs> just don't do it. And that's, I think it was a great start. 2000. I mean, especially since Super Bowl is here, and I'm sure there was some uh, financial infidelity oh, going you, on. Oh, there was a lot of, there's going to be a lot of financial <laughs> infidelity going on tonight, but yeah. that's, you know, hey, you can recover from it. Right. Okay, you can recover from it. And, you know, we talk, We did talk a lot about financial infidelity. We talked about immaturity. We right. talked about all the, you know, for me, it's fun talk, you know. Um, but the aftermath of it, if, if you or your partner has an issue with spending, Go ahead and seek professional help. There's nothing wrong with speaking to a therapist or a counselor. A lot of people have PTSD because of how they grew up, depending on the neighborhood you grew up in. We all have stuff that we have that we may need help, you know, moving forward on. And, you know, have those money meetings. Yep. Uh, I call it payday eve. Uh, payday eve is the best time to have a money meeting. And if it's something that you're not comfortable doing, it, doing you know, have some wine. And depending on the state that you're in, <laughs> wine and weed, you know, whatever it is you need to do. Uh, and I like the way you say that because you know when you get paid. So the best time to do it is the day before you get paid. Yeah, the day before you get paid or the weekend before you get paid, depending on your lifestyle. Right, Some right. people have children and, you know, it's hard to, to get time. But th these meetings literally sometimes end up lasting about an hour or two. And it's not because you're talking about money, but you actually start making plans. Right. Right. This is how you take you take your family forward. And you know? it's amazing how that works once you start talking about it. Yeah. Once you start talking about it, it becomes a beautiful thing. Like you talk money to me. That's sexy. Yeah, that's a beautiful. Ooh, thing. bank accounts. I like O's. I like the O's <laughs> and commas. Yeah. If you ain't got a lot of commas. I like the commas. Commas. Work on those commas. <laughs> work on the commas. So, yeah, just yes. Uh, great show. Great show. I think you want to just how did you come up with the name of your business again? Uh, Greenwood? Yeah. Oh, Jeffrey Wright came up with it. We were actually paying homage to Black Wall Street, uh, Tulsa, Oklahoma. Um, Greenwood Avenue was one of the streets, you know, in the 1920s, black communities were wealthy. Mm -hmm. And this particular community had over 600 business owners. They had their own schools. They had their own hospitals. They were self-sustaining. And, uh, you know, you heard of the Gap Band? Yeah. Yeah, GAP, Greenwood Archer and Pine. 
Hollywood Archer and Black Fine. Wall Street. So paying homage to, to Black Wall Street, we came up with the name, um, and we're doing some really good things. Our firm is a great firm for people. You know, in our industry, is very conservative, um, and we are forward-thinking. Uh, we embrace technology, and so we, we have a firm that is that a woman can flourish because in our business there's not a lot of women. Yeah. You know, it's a very, very difficult business to be in if you're a woman, uh, but we do make things comfortable for, for people who want to run their business the right way and care about their clients uh, and want to do the right things and embrace financial planning. You know, you can give us a call at 404-633-9952. And you will talk to Donna. <laughs> Does it get to Emma? Donna. But I think one thing that I, I, we got from the show today is, it, it real quick, is that communication is key. I think that's a big word that people got to understand. You got to be able to, and, you know, I'd be one to say, I'll be honest, you know, put it out there, I have my immaturities too. We all do. We all do. We all do. And you just something that you got to learn to older you Because if you don't, it, it's going to cause a problem. No matter which, no matter when it's said, it's going to come out. It's better to just talk about things ahead of time yeah, yeah. And i think also just funny from the story that said you brought it up where you took 20 grand and you're supposed to be putting it away and you built a store just stuff like that is amazing some of the stories we heard today uh that can go on yes. on with a subject like this yes it can go on and on and on because there's so many stories about it again marriage you know money is one of the number one reasons why marriages break up wow now you're gonna cheat ahead but you do you know what we're talking about next week um, Are we gonna keep it? Keep we're gonna keep we're gonna keep it a secret because we're gonna be kicking in the door again, and 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 uh, yes, we're gonna keep that a secret. But you will know if you follow us. Um, you can follow me on uh, the what is it, social media? Emma knows money. It'll be on there. It'll be on Financial Renaissance uh, social media pages. But we'll throw it up there. Yeah, I got a ton of them. I don't know mine all. Yeah, we have. Uh, we 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 already have all our shows picked out for the first quarter. Yeah, so very interesting. Make sure, guys, you, if you're out there, you, you're checking us out on social media. We're going to put these shows back out there. We're going to do some things like this. Come back and watch it if you missed anything. But we want to make sure you understand that this is to help you financially. And, you know, me being here, I'm going to be learning a lot. So that's why this works out because I sit there like, uh-oh, I did that. Let me go back and do it. Yeah, well, one of the things why we created the show is we, we want people to know to stop being financial bystanders. So when you know what's happening with tax law, when you hear politicians talking about certain things, you know, we're always thinking, well, what does that have to do with me or that, how does that affect my pocket? And you really need to start paying attention. And so I'm paying attention. And on this show, we're going to talk about that. How does it affect your bottom line? How is it going to impact your community? How is it going to impact our country? Yeah, because money is everywhere. And like we talked about today. Money makes the world go round. It wasn't a cultural thing. It wasn't a sexist thing. It was just everybody had these issues and the number that got me today i'm always i think i'm gonna do this every show 48 percent 48 percent have committed fidelity for in, financial infidelity. infidelity they are financial infidels yes. and that's something that is just wow that's a lot going on so yeah. uh we, we, we're proud to have you every sunday right here you know like this was you know it's funny super 53 i kind of hit a lot of events this week so i was like Emma's got me today because I'm, I'm glad you didn't say that. I, I stopped myself from drinking too much last night. My wife poured a, my drink into her cup and my best friend's cup to keep make sure I got here on time. Yeah. So I just came in as early as I could so I could lay on the couch, get some rest. Sad. It would have been bad. It would have been bad. I mean, you know, I'm glad. Shout out to Trina. I mean, she stopped that because it could have been. It could have been. Shout out, definitely. Shout out to my, my favorite wife. 
Shout out to my favorite wife, Trina. My favorite. I have a favorite wife and a favorite son. I don't even know where to go with that. <laughs> <laughs> but my favorite wife, Trina, for making sure I got to bed on time last night, making sure I stopped talking at a certain time, making sure I do all the things I need to do so that I'm not sniffling and snotting on air. Yeah, you had to talk about the woman's snot bubble. Hey, man, you know when people snot bubble, you know that's real. That is true. That Out the nose. True. So you heard it. Find mm. out your renaissance with the M's. We will see you next week. Emmanuel. The M. Effa. Effa. It's in the books. <laughs> That's a wrap. <laughs>